0: I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. Honestly, I no am what doing. What's going on? I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. The podcast. Well, let's, let's get started. Let's just get right into it. Let's okay. Just, okay. I'm here. This, this is This Might Help, uh, the only advice podcast that has ever mattered, and I have a fantastic guest on, one, one of my favorite food writers, which I'm very excited uh, oh. to have on. Uh, Esther Seng is here. Uh, Hi. How are you, Esther?
1: I am, I am great. I'm fantastic. It's um, Thursday afternoon, mm-hmm. and uh, went on a bike ride yesterday. I went out and had dinner yesterday.
0: Okay. Well, let's get into that right away because what? (laughs) How? Well, how how is your? How is your? That obvious? No. How? (laughs) You're glowing. No. How? How (laughs) has your anxiety level been over? uh, Over COVID and eating out? Because me, I've been. I'm. I'm strictly outside. Were you outside? Outside. uh, Patio. Great.
1: Courtyard. Okay. So technically inside, but outside. Yeah. Okay. And it was fingers crossed. Um, Evan Funky's new place, and it was oh. delicious Roman style pizza, super thin, crispy crust.
0: Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, uh, he, yeah. For, for folks that don't know who Evan Funk is, he basically is kind of like the the American pa- a pasta, or a ta- I'd say Roman food godfather. Would that be correct? Right.
1: Uh, right. Well, now now Roman definitely godfather roman pizza here in la i just i've never had it before i realized which we have great pizza here now in the past Mm -hmm. maybe four years but roman that's a new one yeah what makes it
0: a roman pizza
1: you know this is literally my my only example so i'm just gonna say crispy (laughs) great (laughs) you know delicious (laughs)
0: sure sure
1: (laughs) so um yeah and then just um one of the toppings was a porchetta thinly sliced. Oh my God. That was a special, that was off menu.
0: Good but Lord. Now you know. Do they know, uh, cause I've, I've had, I, I went, I've, I've been on a kind of a food writer tear three episodes but only ones that I eat, that I know and respect and like it's not, you know, you're, you're very <laughs> thank, special. Thank you. you. Uh, we, had, uh, we had Liz Crane on from my hometown of Portland uh, recently and then we had um, Elliott. From the from the from Eater, uh, I uh, know that guy. So it's it's been cool getting kind of this this this, this other other angle on things. You've written for, um, L.A. Times, Vice, uh, uh, like give me a couple more things.
1: Yes, uh, um, food and wine, food and wine, um, Eater, along with
0: Farley,
1: yes. but way less often. Mm-hmm. And. Um, uh where else shoot i just filed some uh shonda land a lot oh right on yeah yeah so shonda Rhymes' empire yeah. has extended into they started a food vertical recently and um yeah lots of lots of new uh stories coming out for different people so it's been really great i'm a freelance so i just mm-hmm. i i'm nobody's child and so it's been good
0: yeah same here. Uh, my business and career has collapsed, but I the same thing, I'm, I'm totally freelance. <laughs> my career has collapsed, that's very strong. But just, you know, you can't really you can't really do stand up. Serious, and, I mean. Yeah. You know, and I always say, you know, comedy outdoors is like sex outdoors. It's just gross.
1: Um, right
0: it's it's just this thing where it's i'll do it it's fun i'll do zoom shows and things because it's like you got to keep those muscles kind of strong but it's just like right it's like lifting weights with like your arms when you were a kid it's just you you have to it's just like oh this is not wow but at the same time if you take all the pressure off yourself and don't even and just kind of have fun with it then it's it's okay but you got to go in not having optimism you're just like yeah this is this is going to suck but you know, I, I think so I, I, the worlds of comedy and food are so interlaced to me because, but not directly. Obviously, comedy clubs are not famous for having good food, and I don't want to go eat if I'm going to go see Stan. I love
1: comedy. So,
0: you know, oh right on, cool. But it it, it brings people together in a massive cross section. Both things. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. yeah, a absolutely. Kids. And it's a and it's a it's a reason to gather. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Did you get into, uh, like, not to be like, how'd you get started? But how'd you get
2: started?
1: <laughs> I'm, a, uh, I'm a food blogger. Uh, I started yeah. off as a food blogger, probably like the, the influencer of yesteryear. Um, and... <laughs> nice. Nice. But you know, we had the point and shoots. We were uploading, you know, waiting minutes per photo to upload to a website and then <laughs> write a little paragraph. What this was, why it was so great. So really, I mean, I cut my teeth on the blogs. So that,
0: that was a sexy time. I, I remember that. That was definitely. I would do a lot of digging about, you know, finding yeah. what because I that's I I travel so much anyway, and my thing yeah. is always where do I eat? Where do we get coffee? You know, and that's a the coffee. I love it, but it's a distant second. Yeah, And like what? And it's always kind of like carving out where, totally. you know, and 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 it's, it's, so I, I I was, I'm sure reading your stuff back then without even realizing, you know, who you Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And things. Were you always based out of LA?
1: Yeah, well, um, so I was born, right, like birth through 17 in, um, the suburbs of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, right on. And then, so now I just crossed that threshold where I've been in LA longer. Yeah. So it's just the two and yeah, I mean, Give me all the fresh cheese curds.
0: <laughs> Same. That's just, I'm, anytime I go back, cause I was I was born in Chicago, when my parents left when I was two. Mm. I grew up in Portland, Oregon. But okay. I moved, I, I went to school in New York, college, and then I, I moved to totally. Chicago. And that's where I got into comedy and stuff. And I was in sure. So if I go back to Milwaukee, which I play a lot, Chicago, which I play a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, other places in, in Wisconsin, Appleton, um you yes, know, Madison. Absolutely. Madison's huge. Oh, um, Madison
2: is I'm great. just
0: like, there will be pockets of health, but just pockets. Yes. You know, like yeah. the totally the, the outfit is made of fat. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. things to drink. And, you know, exactly. <laughs> it, it's, it's got, it's just, it's keep you w- warm food all year round there.
1: Absolutely. And, and you know, it, Milwaukee better than I do. I guarantee you, you know, really? I just haven't, yeah, I haven't gone back that often. Mm. And, um, you know, I get Chicago comedy all, you know, and I'll go to Chicago, but maybe if I had, you know, closer ties to people I went to school with. Like, there's a couple, but you know, they might sure. come to LA, <laughs> so.
0: No, and I feel it's, do you, I love to go eat alone. Do you? I love it. Me too. It's actually my you. favorite. Is it?
1: Like, wow. at the bar. Yes. I have the view. <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, it. yeah, I mean, like, does your bar serve food? That's like, you know, how I got to know mm-hmm. a place. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I love and I love I love being alone, surrounded by people.
0: <laughs> me too. me too. I will say, does it is, is it hard sometimes uh, doing that as a woman? because one thing I've found is that the thing is you can't yeah. one, one big thing I lament is that women cannot enjoy uh, a solitary drink like I can. you know oh like, yeah, because they won't they're, they're not not always. But yeah, I will say probably, I don't know, I'm just gonna guess 50% of the time there will be a guy like waiting for someone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh well then I'll join, you know, like, cause it's.
1: it's yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There you must be. I,
1: I kind of decide early on <laughs> mm-hmm. whether to just cut it off or like, yes. okay. And then I'll totally cut off maybe even a minute into it. But um, no. no, that's because I've had practice. So yeah. Yes.
0: That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will say, like my my wife and I had a kid two two months ago, and uh, she's downtown or downtown. She's downstairs right now, r- being uh, wrangled by my sister in law. My wife and I just background. We drove three thousand miles to New England to uh, have the baby with the with the in laws, and and and, just, yes. and right right now, I'll show you a little something. I've never Fuck. done this before, taking down the background. But, yeah. um
1: mm-hmm.
0: I am. In uh, a house from the 1800s in uh, in Providence, like the AC Rhode
1: unit, with yeah, the, AC yeah. unit,
0: but like these beams, yeah, you know, the there, beams, all this weird stuff, and a, the a beams haunted, are great. A haunted bed. It's this enormous, enormous place uh, that, yeah. because of uh, you know COVID and everything, you can get Airbnb places for much cheaper. And this this house is That's just, true. Just, like it's so it's too big. It's a good deal.
1: Good deal. But it's but it's Honestly. very old.
0: So what one thing, one plus of having a kid during this time is that there's no FOMO whatsoever. Where I'm sure you're focused. To, well, it's it's also like there's nothing to go to. I, I can't go to oh, restaurants, right. really. I can't no to, to, to the point of it, because like I love eating alone at the bar too. I, yeah. I miss yeah. it. You know, if, if, yeah, if sure. I would be like, I miss anytime it. my wife be like, I'm going out with my friends. I'd be like, fucking yes. Like maybe I'll hang out with my friends after, but I'm going to eat yeah. by myself, have a good drink yeah. and then take, you know, an Uber. Yeah. Where everyone's hanging. It's and so great. The fact that that doesn't exist, you know, <laughs> I'm just chasing yeah. this kid all the so time. So that's
1: not an option yeah. to, to miss more than you should.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What, see, you, I feel like you live in the trenches of the food scene. What, what is something that you don't think people pay enough attention to? Not to put you on a spot.
1: That, okay. When you're first getting, or deciding that you love food, I really love, like, you're gonna definitely, like, listen to your friends as yeah. far as where to go so uh-huh. i get it like if you're like still getting your feet wet in the whole thing that's great but i mean i feel like it's good to try leading with something else as well yeah. but i know it's a privilege because eating out's expensive and it's only going to yeah. become more expensive because people are underpaid yeah so i mean like if you can find if you you know, and, and cheap eats is just not a good thing to say anymore with good reason, you know what I mean? But yeah. if, you're, if you're willing to expand your mind, there are just um, a lot of like immigrant places to just, I, I say take the failures as mm. well as the successes if you can, especially if they're like in the lower price range and stuff. So I, then you can, I think context is always like something that's great to have.
0: So, no, that's really well said. And I, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I feel like we put so often, and I've been guilty as th- uh, of this as, as much as anyone. We, we yeah. tend to, uh, this is my wedding day and I'm an asshole. Meals, you know, yes. like, you know, like, <laughs> really, uh, yes. everything has to be perfect. <laughs> what you dropped a knife? No, then <laughs> it's ruined. No, mom, you know. Like everyone bridezillas <laughs> their experiences, and it's just that's why it's I mean, it, have we had anything as I would you could say this as big as social media you know that's as yeah. good and as bad for us, but on a micro right. level, Yelp, where you have yeah. chefs that are like, "Boy, it helps, but man, I hate it, you know, yeah. and restaurant tours I can't imagine running a restaurant business. It's the hardest totally. thing that is, and then you have one dipshit, who's like, you know, uh, the, the so-and-so, you know, like a guy cooking in the kitchen was sweaty. Yeah. Me wrong. It's
2: yeah. Like,
0: what? And then one star, you know, just this, this, yes. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, like <laughs> career's <laughs> over. Cause I didn't, uh, I just hate, I hate that Roman yeah. emperor of all it's of it. It's
1: not, I mean, like, and you're starting off antagonistic. You're already like. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. You're looking for a reason. Yeah, yeah.
1: Why shooting. are you here?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I've had so many great experiences in restaurants. I've just given a shot. You know, like yeah, a, a sushi place that just looks nice, and I see yeah. my locals going, and like I get a I get a big beer, and it, you try the thing you do in Japan, where you are like, hey, do you want some? And the guy has a cup, mm. and you pour him some, and you're like, this totally. Is awesome. You know,
1: and it feels good.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure is illegal. It's probably illegal okay. under like LA regulations. <laughs> oh, right.
1: But, like, but I mean, for Japanese restaurants, that's what you do—is you got like yeah, exactly, cool. yeah. But yeah, I, I, I should know whether it's legal or not. But I oh no, I, I don't that. think. Look,
0: no one's enforcing it, and who cares? But I kind of love the yeah. fact that it's just like that. He yeah. doesn't at all, you know. Like totally, not, no, totally. It's it's. I love places that are their own dominion. You know, that mm-hmm. are, we we run things just like this. Yeah. You know, even I I I like a little rudeness. If someone or just totally. gets mad at me for coming in, yeah, like the food's good and all that stuff. It's, it's kind of adorable, exactly. To have-
1: or just like, what are? This is my first time here. What are you? What do people? What's your most popular? And mm-hmm. then you can just move out from there.
0: That's exactly right. And yeah. you learn the
1: ropes that way. So, mm-hmm.
0: do you now? I noticed when you posted uh, that you're gonna be on the show. Uh, someone who follows you on Twitter was like, "This is awesome. You give great advice." Oh. <laughs> I, I always, I always ask my guests if they get asked. Like, do you get asked and ad, like, ad, advice if people want to ask? Because the thing about this show that I hope makes it different than like other advice shows is like I never hear these messages. Uh, Renee, my producer, who you met, okay, he calls through them and goes, "Oh, let's do this one. Let's do this one." And so. You know, we might get some serious ones. We might get, like, uh, a, a funny down. one. When Liz Crane was on, a dude was asking, like, "Do you put when you put the toilet paper roll on, do you go over or under? And if you say under, what's wrong with your brain? And it would okay. debate someone that did under. You know, things like that. So it's just... Okay. It, it, you never know. But anyway, long story long, do people ask you advice?
1: I feel like... I'm one of the last people to know things, <laughs> <laughs> so I, it doesn't feel like people actually ask me for advice. But um, if I feel like it's a high level,
2: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's in my. They think it's in my wheelhouse. So okay. I I so like I guess industry specific, but also so not like so much personal
0: stuff mm, yeah 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 the, the only person I, I the, and probably my I think my favorite response was um Aparna Nancherla who's a very funny stand-up uh who I go way back with and her thing is she's she's very kind of quiet and and on stage and but right really biting humor but she said like yeah I think people ask me advice because they know I'm just going to be nice every time <laughs> so it's like <laughs> that's, that's really hilarious that it's just like I just <laughs> you know it's just that i mean that's what we all want we're all like right look totally. i know my doctor said i have to do this this and this but what if i did this And you know like we always want yeah away from yeah. The, the hard truth uh so i mean yeah you know maybe people are not asking you advice outside of like food because you're way too real you know you okay. some,
1: <laughs> oh yeah I, I know like half of the advice probably comes through in my face like i can't hide <laughs>
0: I mean, I I love that, especially especially (laughs) as a comic. I love people who can't fake laugh. My friend Henry, he can't fake a laugh and puts away tables together. And I remember the manager of the restaurant would just say the the borderline offensive, whatever jokes. And you know, everyone's like, I want to keep my job. And Henry, Henry can't. He's just staring at him. And I remember the the guy, his name was Neil, would be like, just like, "Henry, Henry, you gotta give me something. Because in his mind, it's like Michael Scott syndrome. He thinks he's their friends. He thinks he's hilarious. Yeah. I got to love the fact that you're just like, you know, like back to what we're saying about a guy sitting next to the bar. I could see you being like, I'm afraid not. No. (laughs) uh, uh, One stool down. Yeah. You know.
1: I would move there.
0: Uh,
1: Well, there would only be three. Anyway, I'm thinking with the math of this already.
0: (laughs) Right on. Of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. On that note, we want to do, uh, you ready for the first call?
1: I'm ready. Give it okay. to Okay.
0: Renee, roll the first call.
2: Uh, this is Michael here. Um, I could use advice actually. I've been thinking a lot about a decision I made recently. I just had to break up with someone that I was dating for about a year. Um, mostly due to, that we were like living together and 24 seven, and it was kind of getting to be, uh, a lot, um, <laughs> Uh, So kind of just naturally, uh, I guess, separated. Well, you know, well, I I guess I initiated it. But um, I was just wondering if you have ever um, gone back to an ex before, because I've been thinking about it lately and just as thinking if it's a good idea or a bad idea, if you have any experience there. Like if you dated someone, broke up with them, and kind of got back together, was it a good experience that, you know, that's it
0: uh okay you want first crack
1: i have never gotten together back together with an ex before
0: wow was there was there a part of you that was like "Ooh, i really want to but i shouldn't oh all the time right dumb question every time no (laughs) no on my part on my part
1: oh yeah I mean, how about
0: you? Like you? Yeah, I mean I I got back together. How do you not? My my uh ex when I was in Chicago and it was immediately a mistake and I was it was like I was still in love with her she wasn't. It was, she was she had lost and kind of me but I knew. So it was yeah. like so a unhealthy feeling. So when she broke up <laughs> with me I was like really sad and dramatic, but it was like, you know, a week later I was like, yeah, she did the right thing. We never Yeah. Failed. But I mean, I'm also my situation is very bizarre in that I married my ex-manager. We,
1: oh. were,
0: she kind of discovered me and, uh, that's the thing. And then we were, we kind of built our careers alongside each other and she had all these great people she signed and stuff. And then we had this, she was about to get married. We had this on again, off again thing. We'd get drunk and hook up. And okay. uh, yeah. I went to her wedding. And, uh, I wow. probably top 10 drunkest I've ever been. And I have been drunk a lot, but it was like, I just, what it, I had this kind of continual par- paralysis. Oh, your sound went out. Can you hear me?
1: Oh, now I can hear you.
0: Okay. There we go. So uh, Renee will fix that. Uh, but, um, Okay. So I had this I had this on again off again thing with her and we made it official. Then uh, then, like I was kind of shit. Like I was just like, I don't know if this is working. I blah blah blah. And so a few, like probably twice I broke up with her, and then we got back together and not working together was the secret sauce. And I'd also like I took I took the plunge and I'd never lived with a woman before that I dated. I had female roommates that was completely platonic, but like then after we started living together, it all, everything was, you know, I won't say it was all gravy, but like, it was just like, Oh yeah, this is just right. how it should have been all along. But I don't yeah. regret, regret any of it because we have Rose now totally. and we're, we're great. So to answer his question, my, my instinct is to be like, no, there's a reason you broke up. But like, from my perspective, my dumb shittery helped me get here. So. You know, totally. Totally it's it's you it's never tough. really know you don't and i I think speaking to that guy just as as a guy to another guy, just be really careful you're not just doing the thing where you're like, I think I can do better I think i can i I want to play the field more because it's just it's 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 a cold and brutal ground if that's all you're about if you think if you're if you when you're this with this person, then it's like no, this feels wrong, okay great right. but if you have emotions for this person if this is someone you feel like comfortable around to the point this could become home you know that could be someone you go back with but it's this it's that's the the biggest trap we all fall into is where we <laughs> we think we're also fucking awesome you know I, like yeah. as, as guys i mean it's just and that's that's societal entitlement that we're born into so wow you know my theory, speaking also speaking as an only child I was the poster child for that even though I was born without a chin and what my wife (laughs) as a pedestrian penis (laughs) what if my mom listens to this my wife's funnier than I am but uh, (laughs) Uh, so I mean, I I hope that helps you, man. Uh,
2: yeah. Like what what
0: what would like? I guess his question was just wha- whether we have or not, and we, w- you and I are literally the yin and the yang of this situation. Yeah. So, uh,
1: but it I can uh, I can sympathize and empathize with. I mean, it's it's the worst. Like mm-hmm. when it starts settling in, and you just don't know. So it's hard to see the forest from the trees. Yeah. Yeah. And you never know because, like, you you never know until Mm -hmm. it's amount of time later. And exactly, exactly right. Uh, Hindsight, it's so
0: hard to say. You know, if you should, because it's just if you've broken up. Generally speaking, there's probably a good reason. You know. Yeah, generally, totally. I guess if you want to get back together with this person, just be sure that's what your thing is. And I know it's hard to be sure, but just make sure, just make sure you're not going, I really want comfort, right? Now. Yeah. Because you certainly will be that person who'll get back with her and then a month later be like, what are we doing? And then she gets to yeah. stab you. She gets to legally stab you That. Right. So just just <laughs> FYI. But hope that helps. Okay. Uh, roll the next one, Renee. My
2: country's gone to hell and my question is, do I attempt to cross the Canadian border in the eastern part of the border uh, near the Maritimes or in the western part? Thank you. Bye.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Wow. Uh, how many places?
1: Say, go ahead. How many places have you crossed that border? The Canadian border?
0: Um, let's see. Driving? Uh, just. I
1: feel, I feel like driving, yeah.
0: You, okay, driving I've gone across like into, into British Columbia to Vancouver yeah. uh, the most because I, I grew up in Portland. But my wife and I oh, drove right to in. Montreal from uh from, from Boston once. Uh, yeah. So that I've only driven twice. I've flown a ton of totally. times. Oh yeah. Travel. Mm, but uh boy, I don't I it's funny, I've I've often thought of that like how easy or hard it would be to sneak into Canada through like farmland areas, you know? Right. And I wonder if people are gonna do that. I hate to say it, if you know who wins, but uh, I will say I'm so happy that this call is not. I'm thinking about getting Canadian citizenship because the hubris of Americans, we all think it's so easy and it's really hard.
1: (laughs) Is it? Yeah,
0: it's hard to become the citizen of any other country, or any country generally speaking, yeah, yeah, we just think totally. Canada is like our, our best friend from college who we think is still best friends with us, who we can just move in with anytime we want and sleep on their couch. And they're going to be like, no, man, I have a no. wife and kids and you've been there's, drinking America.
1: There's already a wall. <laughs> They've already <laughs> they built a wall.
0: <laughs> they built, they built a, a... <laughs> a non-assuming <Exact. laughs> of somehow a friendly wall it's impenetrable it's
1: but it's not costume.
0: obtrusive. You're like, that is a really nice wall. <laughs> Can I come over? And they're like, sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hmm. sorry. But I don't know where would, where would you tell this 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 uh this american fleer to go.
1: I feel like the most low key one that I've driven through is mm-hmm. the one north of um the um east part of uh Washington, so okay. Spokane, north of Spokane.
0: Oh, yes. That is very low key. I've never driven across the really whole city. Yeah. I, I used to have a t-shirt that said, keep, Spok- keep Spokane kind of gross. Because <laughs> <laughs> I the, love- The weird love wasn't it, cutting Spokane, it. But it's, you people definitely live in Spokane either because it just makes the most sense for their jobs or they're just like, this is awesome. Everything's kind of run down, wow,
1: Yeah, you know? yeah it's a quaint town
0: hmm yeah it doesn't get a lot of shine or shine no on. no but yeah no
1: it's cold that's in the a, winter
0: that's a good answer though i think yeah, yeah i think it's i mean it's amazing like caller that esther like pinpointed where you should go
1: <laughs> <laughs> i fly in the and i go on a yearly snowboarding trip in, in that part of british columbia <laughs>
0: Oh, that's very cool.
1: That's the only reason why I know. It was a very lucky question.
0: That's, well, still, we get, I mean, that, that's the great thing about this show is like people come on and they just reveal things. They're like, oh, I, I got this one because I, right. I studied to be an archaeologist uh, before <laughs> I became an actor. And we're like, really? Wow. But yeah. It's
1: <laughs> Natural progression.
0: Do you get uh, people, because I feel like I bug Farley a lot. Where I'm just like, hey, Where's a good place? Do you get a lot of those texts? And-, and
1: I know, do, I do. Where,
0: or, or, do you have certain friends who, like I have a friend who I love so much, but I, I, I rarely text him first because he'll hit me back like seven different texts <laughs> just talking about his life. You know, he's a comedian, so- yeah, <laughs> Totally. Get it. That's what we kind of do, but they'll just be right. like, you know, this blah, blah, blah sucks, feeling like a blah, 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 and I'm like, I didn't, all I asked. <laughs> was, did I leave my hat at your house, man? No uh, so There's do you logistics. Have like, do, you do, do you have, like, perks. a friend? Do you, do you have, like, someone who you're just, like, ugh, you know?
1: It isn't one person.
0: Ah, nice. Okay.
1: Uh, and, and I feel like I might give out, like, this not-so-friendly vibe, even amongst friends.
2: <laughs> cool.
1: I mean, because I did... I did have an experience where I was waxing on about like a recommendation with a pretty close friend that I had been like spending time with. And we went through maybe eight suggestions, but to return to the first one I suggested because the guy she was going on a first date with suggested that. Oh, I was like, yep. So I'm just saying my advice is not always that valuable, Matt.
0: <laughs> well, that's fair that's you fair and you're, and you're honest about I mean it would be weird yeah. if I had someone on the show who's like I really am good I know what I'm talking about <laughs> you know, like, I, it's, it, it's it's very funny like my um my friend uh who who works here in Rhode Island as is a teacher he works with a lot of different kids who are like I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life And this girl was like, she's like sixteen, and she's like, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. And he's like, Okay, have you looked at this? This like he would talk about production, talked about sound quality and all this stuff. And she's like, Oh, like kind of. He's like, He's like, No, don't get discouraged. Let's just talk about what it would be. And she's like, I don't know. Maybe I could give advice. And he was like, About what? (laughs) You're sixteen. And I was like, I don't know, man. I kind of like that idea. <laughs> like, I want to have her on my show where there she's like go. 16. And, you know, just be most of her, she'd either be like super nice or just super mean. And either way, I'd be like, That's awesome. true. I'd be like, awesome. Because when you're a teenager, you think you just know everything. Like, you've just, you everyone's do. stupid. You Every do. adult has failed. Besides one or two, really <laughs> To. Everyone else is kind of compromised, and you know, yeah. But you didn't. Oh, great, you know. So that you're the be
1: best worst. driver in the world,
0: without a doubt. Best driver. <laughs> um, it, it can can drive on intoxicants very well. Just like, no, you can't, Jennifer. No.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not saying every teenager makes that mistake, but not a lot ever. of them do. A lot. A lot of them. I don't want, I think it's probably better now with Uber and stuff. But like, That's I remember, good. thank God, but I God. remember in high school, we're like being at parties and like, you drove here. Oh, I'm fine.
1: Like, <laughs> you're not. No. Yeah. No, let's forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like you had a memory. Like, oh, I started sweating.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm alive.
1: <laughs> you're right.
0: Okay. So are you ready for our third
2: and final call? Yes. Okay.
0: All right, let's take
2: it. Hi, Matt. Uh, My name is Perry. I am fairly young, and I'm looking uh, to get into the uh, voice acting gig and sort of media in general, but also looking to break into stand-up comedy. I'm looking to do these two things at the same time uh, while holding down, like, a retail job because I understand that it's not a, you know, complete career. But anyway, uh my the question I wanted to ask was uh what is your experience with people of acceptance throughout the country, the United States and in, in like specifically when it comes to people uh deviating from the gender binary and or, you know, trans people or non binary people in general and their acceptance within like the community and like, you know, like what to look out for. And like, you know, if you genuinely think I would be safer, not disclosing my gender, you know, preferences in general, because I go by they, them, uh, among my friends and I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know what to expect. Um, really, I mean i know i know in in a regular life it's uh it's tough explaining uh who I am you know um even to people that you know respect me um it's it's tough for a lot of people to grasp but um I just wanted to hear what your experiences were with um you know people not uh, conforming to those sort of norms. And uh, yeah, thank you, thank you very much. Love you guys both, uh, bye.
0: Thank you, Perry. Thank uh, you. Look, it, it's, it's not gonna be easy, I'll be very honest with you, but I think you, uh, hate to use the term, it's so overdone, but you gotta speak your truth. And it's one of the biggest things about uh, comedy, if, if not the biggest, is your point of view. And you are a non-binary person. I will say the visibility is an all-time high and it's not going to end. Uh, there's a lot of pushback right now, but I think that's only going to be fuel for the fire. Because let's just say these kids nowadays, and by the way, you have a very deep voice for a young person. Impressive. But uh, I think the fire of the youth is going gonna, is gonna to win out over the the old non-understanders and most of us don't understand it you know I don't I'll, if I'm honest I don't sp- specifically understand it because I don't relate to it but I also don't understand what it's like to be a woman uh, I don't understand what it's like to be an 80 year old you know I'll, I'll know one of those knock on wood hopefully someday but like you know there that's okay I don't have to understand it to accept it. Um, one of my managers is, is, is non-binary trans and their name is, their name is biz, if you can believe it in the, in the fucking show business, but that is their name. And, that's and I, I've learned a lot from them. I, I, I have, uh, uh, Arlo who was recently on the show, uh, who I've always known as Caitlin, who came out as, who was, you know, uh, lesbian and came out as non-binary because that's how they've always felt. It's, it, it, there's a lot of that going on. And I've, you would be very surprised, Perry, the amount of small places that I've played that I've had. I've found the local trans person and had them open for me. And I, I kind of do that because I'm a fucking white dude and there's a billion of us. And I, I do have empathy for my brethren because it is right now we are in uh, what the business called diversity is king. But we're a part of that diversity. You just have to. Your job is to make your shit as good as anybody's, and that's how you stand out. Because I'll guarantee you right now, and not to shift and talk to you know straight white males like myself, no one's going to be like, "Ooh, a trans person throw them on stage." I don't care if they're funny. That doesn't exist. This is a meritocracy. I exist that I that I work in, and I mean I've had these amazing uh, trans and non-binary people open for me, and they get as many laughs as anybody, you know, there will be some clubs where there's pushback. There are comics who just will always say, well, what the fuck, what are you kind of thing that's always going to happen. But at the same time, you kind of got to grin and bear it and just, just make sure you're physically safe. Make sure you're someplace you, you feel, you feel supported. Um, It's going to be a tough road, but you want to find the things that make you stand out anyway. And that's honestly going to make you stand out, but it's scary. So, uh, to your your question about voiceover work, I don't know. I've been the voice of a few cartoons. I've I have a VO agent. It's a really, really, really hard field to break into, uh, because there's a a ton of people doing it. The great thing about comedy is you can do it almost anywhere. You know, you can do it online now, specifically mm. and almost exclusively. But there are outdoor venues, blah blah blah. The world will come back. So I, I I think it's it's really easy for me to say to Perry, but I I think you have to be brave, and I think you have to. Talk, I mean it. Kind of goes with the, and I swear to God, I'll let you talk, after, Esther. Esther, but no, let's
1: go for it. Yeah,
0: it 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 goes back to when I realized people want you to be as funny to them as you are with your friends. You want to be as comfortable with a thousand seat theater mm-hmm. as you would be at a table of friends at a bar and you've had a couple of drinks. You know, ideally, that's not really going to happen. You're going to have a little stage fright, blah blah blah. But at the same time, you kind of want to be that person who. You, even if you're shy, you're gonna yeah. just draw. Here it all is, you know. I'm I'm letting it all hang out. And uh, Perry, I think your your experience I mean, even if you just talked about that, just talked about how if you, I mean, open with that in certain like, you know, uh, uh, middle America and southern towns, how scared you are, you know, and, and to at the at the judgment. But I I, I think more often than not, you, you're really gonna be surprised because people like variety. People like different viewpoints, mm-hmm. and as much as we're getting beaten over the head with cruelty and and hatred, and uh, the we're deviating from the norm. And I'm not just gonna you know talk about Fox News the whole time here, but like I I I think it, mo- most people I meet are very kind, and are and are you know I'm not talking about drunk people in mobs, which unfortunately <laughs> is where you're gonna have to do comedy to sometimes, but individually face-to-face not online there there's more acceptance than you might uh, um, expect and I'm just speaking as someone who goes all over the place or used to but yeah um, Esther what what are your thoughts
1: I mean like find uh, find your mentors you know and uh, uh, it's hard when there's not that many and you know in in your identification as um, you know, to look up to, but if you can, and just um, become friends with others, you know, and just build a community somehow, whether profession, um, you know, raise, um, you know, non-binary groups and stuff like that. Like if you um, can find those support groups, I feel like that's a huge thing. And then, then you can find your creative people within those communities as well.
0: Yeah. Know? And, and I, I mean, off the top of my head, Perry, I would, you know, I don't think they would mind DM Arlo Weyerhaeuser, um, DM uh, Rosie Tran, one of my favorite uh, uh, comedians who I first saw clips of when she identified as a, as a guy. And is like, yeah. like, Rosie plays rough rooms, rough mm. rooms, and couldn't give a shit, and uh, does roast battle, which is one of the hardest things you'll ever do, where you're basically, it's you against another comedian roasting each other, and there's one Blast. winner. And Rosie's won a lot. Uh, and so go. it's, it's there's all, you you will, I think to your point, Esther, like you, Perry, yeah. you'll find your heroes. And, totally. you know, it, it's, I, I, I don't talk You're about well that often, but like <laughs> <laughs> Esther is one hero. Um, <laughs> you know, I had a, I had a bit on a, a special in 2011 where I, I made an offhand joke about like, uh, how Chicago was so cold. I'd walk outside with a t-shirt, and my nipples razor razor holes in my shirt. And the line I I would say is, I looked like a fat tranny. And I just threw that out there. And I had mm. uh, 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 a transgender person reach out and go, look, I really liked your comedy, but that hurt. And we got a dialogue. And the thing is, I forgot I even said that because my style yes. is like story based, and I'll go 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 here. Yeah. But it's just like that's a word that I didn't think of at the time as offensive and stuff. And there yes. are people right now who are listening who are just like, it's not, stop it, comedy, you can do anything. And it's like, yeah, but if I don't have to shit on, there's so many better things to shit on, you know, than, than yeah. someone who, who is, is every day, they, uh, by some people, they're looked at as a mistake or someone mentally ill. You know what I yeah. mean? Like,
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, so yeah, I'm, I'm just saying like, that we're all on learning curves. And I, I, I like to hope that more, more of us than you'd imagine are kind of veering mm-hmm. into the area of kindness. Right. Know, and and right. acceptance. So, you know, Perry, you're young, but I, I do think, especially in this age of uh, the demon known as social media, they live off our imaginations getting the best of us. They live, they make money off mm-hmm. of that and our anxiety. And are not, you know, the fact that you you're not interacting with human beings, especially right now, you know. So, you know, just just tr- try to try to find the brighter side and make sure you're not talking yourself out of. I, I would hate for you to go, to 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 swallow the bile of of pretending to be someone you're not on stage because yeah. it sucks. It's really, it's, we've all done it, and it it sucks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, Esther, have you had? Uh, I, I don't know, like, uh, have you had pressure in your occupation where someone's like, you know who I like? You should be like that. You know, like, say oh. like an editor, or uh, why don't you write more? Like, I'd ima- just spitballing. I'd imagine yeah. you get something. So do you write about Asian food a lot? You know, or? <laughs>
1: absolutely, uh, you know? absolutely. Or like, why haven't you written um, a cookbook already? And I'm like, have you read my stuff? I don't even cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, stuff like that. Or why do we have a book deal already or whatever, you know, it's like, I'm, I I like where I'm at, but I'm not closed off either. But I'm kind of like, but you don't even write. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a really interesting to get advice. So, you know, you definitely always have to consider the source Mm
2: -hmm. and,
1: you know, find people you trust and feel comfortable opening up yourself to is. Yeah because they you know that's where your st- those are your safe spaces and learn where they are and mm-hmm. unfortunately takes some risk and trial and error but if you find them you know it's g- it's a good thing to keep growing and yes. get braver and build confidence
0: mhm that's exactly right um, well that's that's all the calls is there anything you wanted to plug before we um you
1: know? my website has all my clippings if you would like to read what i wrote and that's dot com. And- right
0: s-r-l-a and i mean i really appreciate you coming to the show and i i really love the fact that we hit it off you know like i feel too. we should kick it oh good you know i would i would love to go and and eat something and you know sit at the bar together platonically and just you know just hang yeah
1: like i would love that
0: like a couple of food bros you know yeah and just yeah <laughs> that would be amazing for sure well i wish you the best and honestly thanks thanks again and, and good thank luck you with so everything. much you know, you thanks bet. for
1: having me on
0: you bet hey thanks for listening to this might help with matt bronger uh and i'm not just thanking you because i'm matt bronger you're special you listen to a goddamn great podcast listen if you like it give us a good rating post about it tweet about it write on facebook this thing's awesome You know, it's shorter than most uh, uh, long-winded advice podcasts that are way up their own ass. I'm not going to write your copy, whatever you want to say. But if you have any need for advice, I got some monster guests coming up. Just call me, leave a message, 323-763-0228. Again, that's 323-763-0228. God bless you. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, I'm produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive Producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.